Hello everyone and welcome to Manager Mayhem. I'm Jack Kitson and I'm today joined by Simon Lillycrap. Hi Jack, how are we doing? Good, thank you mate. And also a special appearance from the Sportsman Social Manager, Charlie Cesera. Hello Charlie. Hello Jack, how's it going, you alright? It's good mate. Uh, he's a Watford fan and we'll be getting to Watford in a minute. They of course sat Marco Silva, who's the 8th Premier League casualty. Uh, we'll be talking about him and his replacement. We're going to dive down to League One where there's been three sackings and two appointments. Uh, we'll discuss our manager of the week. Um, Phil Neville has uh, got his first job of management with England women's team, uh, but it's not been without its controversy. Uh, and also we'll finish off with a bit of a Scotland manager talk. They've been pied once again. But uh, we'll start off with Watford, who of course sacked Marco Silva after less than eight months over the weekend. They're 10th in the league, but only six points uh, off bottom spot. Uh, they've made a swift appointment in Javi Glacier, former manager of Malaga and Ruby Kazan. Uh, Charlie, were they right to sack Marco Silva? I think they were. Um, it seems on the outside, and every time Watford sack a manager, everyone sort of goes mental and suggests that we're a sacking club and it's no foundation. But the way we're set up and how our sort of board and the club is run, we've got the foundations in place to run a really good football club with the transfers that we get in and the Pozos have done really well with that. Um, the reason there's been a massive turnover is just because we keep getting the different head coaches in and for after a year contract, for one reason or another, um, they want to move on. It's always seemed to work. We got promoted from the championship with um, Slavica Janovic and he didn't get another contract and we keep improving, making better signings so it's working. In regards to Silva, um, when he came in, everyone thought, brilliant. On paper, he looked spot on. Um, and at the start, it was fantastic. The football that we were playing, taking on teams, winning, um, just really refreshing style of football that we haven't seen before. And this all changed since the Everton job came. Um, and I think even I was reading after we played Everton and we were like 3-1 up, we lost 4-3, I think. Or three two. Oh, it was a three two, wasn't it? Is yeah. it three two in the last moments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on that day, um, Silva himself spoke to the chairman, and ever since then, it's just, it's just like watching a different team. Um, it must stem down to his focus. The players must not trust him. Um, but nine games after his reign, and he's always turned his head to another job. Fair play, he's ambitious. Should have taken it, shouldn't he? In the end. Possibly. Well, Could Everton have got him? No. Well, Joey Barton says they should come back in for him now. That's what Barton bit, says. <laughs> at, at the time, I thought Watford did well, stood their ground. They could have taken, but they tried to say we're a big club and mm. stood our ground. So at the time, it was fine because you'd like to think he'll carry on performing, but it didn't come. I was at the Southampton game, 2 0 down at half time. Everyone was like, he's gone, he's gone. Leicester game, um, I knew it was only. I knew it. I think it'd be better to happen now than it would be in the summer because results could get worse and worse so we might as well make change and I think the board have done well to not muck about and employ someone nine hours afterwards yeah. so. In fairness to Watford though you, you said the trigger happy uh, label but if you look at all the managers that have left you'd say none of them have really gone on to better things have they? So they've done alright maybe Espanol Yeah I like Kiko Flores, Flores. Yeah. I think the fans really resonated with him and he was the one that we thought would you taken him back? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The fans like him play some good football. What did we get? I think maybe 13th in the semi-final. First year in the Premier League. Um, but 
let's give this new guy a chance and see so what, what he's do you about. make of uh, Javi Garcia? Were you quite surprised that he was the man that came in? I'm not it's sure. Paul, I'm not sure Paul Merson or like this. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for his <laughs> classic comments. Yeah, Merson and Tomo are going to be absolutely going ballistic. Gary Megson should have got the job. <laughs> <laughs> so he's done well with Malaga. Um, of course, we had to look, read quite a lot about him because we didn't know too much about him. But he's he's had nine jobs in ten years, which is sort of a perfect fit for, <laughs> for Watford. You've got some specials in front of you there. Are there any that that catch your eye on uh, on his Watford future? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> maybe, maybe lose first three matches because we've got Stoke and Chelsea... Um, so that, that could be a good one at six to one. Um, it's the most Watford appointment I've ever I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I've got the likes of Guillaume Balaguer and loads of Spanish press saying he's a really good fit. He's got such a good reputation. Um, like he's play- been widely praised by like people in the know, hasn't he? I mean, it might be questioned by. I think the English press don't know enough about him. But I think he's a he's a decent like. Charlie was saying, I think Watford have improved I think he's year a, on year with each manager and yeah. their transfers kept going. Like it's not long ago they were just championship club. No, you wouldn't think any of anything of it. Whereas now they're established in the Premier League, and uh, I like the ten to one on there of him to win Manager of the Month before the end of the season. Why not? Bit of positivity. Yeah, good shout. Last time we won Manager of the Month, it was Kike Flores. Who, that was when Agallo and Dini were up front, um, and that's something apparently this manager likes to play. Um, Let's see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. Give him a chance, and um, we shouldn't get we shouldn't get relegated. I don't know how. We've got an easy game uh, against Southampton at the weekend. Could be Pellegrino's last stand. We we'll see, but what speaking of Southampton? Uh, what next for Marco Silva? He's in two clubs in a year. Possibly he's been linked with Saints. Something that apparently he's been denied. Um, would he be a good fit at Southampton? Do you think? Um, regrettably, I think he'd be a good, really good fit. Saints were linked in the summer, of course, but he's he's a good manager. There's no two ways about it. You could tell what he's done from Stoke, who had a probably really worse squad than we did. The football we were playing, I don't I don't want to obviously question his mentality, but the, the football we were playing was fantastic. Really organised. We were hard to beat. Playing well against Arsenal, I think he'll get a good job. I can see him going. To if Southampton. not, there's there's Newcastle. We mentioned earlier Everton. Um, or maybe back to Portugal. But I think uh, we'll see him in the Premier League again. Yeah. I think Southampton, it's just like the puzzle pieces fit with him. So Pellegrino will be gone pretty you soon, up, I think. You uh, yesterday, didn't you, about the relegation. Uh, Silver, he could be relegated with yeah. three, three clubs in 18 months. If we quite a record that, but that's a, that's a bit negative. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're, we're don't think Watford will be going down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if this is bringing the tone up, but we're going to Phil Neville. Um, yesterday... On Tuesday, he was appointed the new, the surprise new coach of the England women's team. Um, so it's caused a bit of a stir, not only because of his lack of experience, he's never had, held a permanent job, but um, he's never worked in the women's game. I don't know about his knowledge about the women's game either, but some tweets have been plucked out from five, six years ago. Uh, some silly tweets, say. Um, so there's people calling for him to. Resign. I think we saw odds earlier of like six to five for him to be axed before his first five to four, first, and he yeah, hasn't five to four. He hasn't even been in the job for even, ten hours. He hasn't even sat in the seat. At least yeah. Allardyce got in the got in the seat. I think but, um, I think they are just silly tweets. Like you said, there's a, uh, I hope there's not too much more behind it. But I don't think you should be given the job. He's anyway. come out and said a statement saying, of course, he regrets it and all that. And, just wants to look for I mean, he must have said something in an interview to prove he knew, knows something about the women's game. But well, did you hear the story? Apparently maybe he's been on was, Wiki. Um, 
some high profile broadcaster was at a Christmas charity event or something and just jokingly said his name to some FA chiefs and then they're like, oh, yeah, we like the sound of that. But is it surprise? Who do we want to have as the manager? Do you want a female coach who's worked with players? Or? I thought the next coach possibly would have been female. I thought it might um, may have been as well. But yeah, I don't, the, apparently a lot of the candidates were put off by the intense media scrutiny, of course, it's around the role now because of what happened before. Others have just signed new contracts with other clubs or gone to other jobs because uh, there's quite a bit of money now. I think give it before in the women's game. I think give him a chance. I think we've got to give our young British yeah. coaches. Yeah, he might not have much to it, but he, he managed. He was assistant in Valencia. He must have done stuff with Everton. I'm sure at the back end of his career. Um, unless there's better candidates for the role, why not give someone like Charlie? I quite like him as a personality, he's going to be passionate. He needs to be a decent coach, doesn't he? We just have to see what he's like. It's, well, his old teammate Ryan Geeks is back with Wales now. There's Gerald at the Liverpool uh, Academy. Uh, Lampard will get to him a bit later, he's linked with Oxford. It's always going to be hard for Neville after what happened with Samson uh, yeah. with that job. So it's kind of what next, but we've got a very good team. So yeah, they think they're ranked third in the world. There's quite high expectations if we do fail under him. Yeah. Um, but someone was, I was reading this interview earlier, this interview that said they need to be managed, not coached. And of course, Phil Neville's known as a coach, not a manager. What so. does that mean? They need to be managed. The personalities in the. Yeah, like they, they know what they're doing, don't they? They just need to, as you said, yeah, mold the personalities together. Except, well, they obviously work well as a team, don't they? They, won't, they, they reach the. It was the semi-finals of the World Cup, wasn't yeah. it? And uh, I think they flopped a bit at the last Euros. Um, then the She yeah. Believes Cup is his first thing against France, Germany, USA, all in the top six. Well, that's a World good test then, isn't it? I think that's in March, so will yeah, we, check it out. Will we see uh, Mark Sampson in the uh, men's game, do you reckon? Well, maybe. I could see him maybe coming back as an assistant coaching role to start with, but it's been quite quiet since, was it sep- September or yeah, I think it was around September. September yeah. It caused quite a media storm if anyone did yeah. get for him. But when he had the job before, I was thinking he should be picked up by a Championship or League One yeah. club when he was getting them to the semi-finals of the World Cup. Has he got a previous manager in men's football? I don't think it? so. No, I don't know if he was at Bath. I think he was a coach somewhere before in yeah. the lower leagues and then he went into the England uh, system mm. and then got the women's job, but obviously did pretty well. But yeah, stay tuned for that one. So a new feature, we've got our manager of the week. So this is obviously a boss who's excelled uh, with results over the weekend. And I'm choosing this one. It'll be Simon next week. I've gone with Carlos Carvo. And yes, I know this wasn't on the weekend. It was on a Monday. <laughs> but what a result that was against Liverpool. Liverpool had just become the first team to beat Man City. They go to rock bottom Swansea and they're done over 1-0. I mean, we were shocked at a point, weren't we? It came four days after... He was sacked by Sheffield Wednesday over Christmas. Everyone was stunned that the Premier League club had come in for him. Um, he's had three wins in two games. Of course, ended Liverpool's 14-game unbeaten run. Um, I don't know if you've heard this one, Simon, but I'm just going to read out this quote he said after the Liverpool game. I said to my players that Liverpool were a top team. They were really strong, but they're a Formula 1 car. If you put a Formula 1 car in London in traffic, the Formula 1 car will not run very fast. What a that's add to his comparisons, uh, of, uh, comparisons to Ian Holloway. Yeah, 
Not in terms of management, though. He's, he's firing. He's deserved the, the first ever Manager of the Week award from the Sack Race. He so does, yeah. Get that noted um, down. They're only three points off. It'll be a quiz question in future years. Uh, three points off safety. Six points off Watford, who are in 10th. I mean, that's, what, two wins? Um, I, for me, they've got now a solid defence. Uh, they're much more attacking at the same time. They commit far more men forward. And it's just sort of changed the atmosphere, the vibe. It's a bit more... Upbeat now, isn't it? I mean, that the, I think anyone up to, uh, I think yeah, anyone up to Crystal Palace really is is really in the relegation battles. That's Huddersfield, Newcastle, Brighton, Stoke, Stamton, West Brom, Swansea. Okay, it's only six. I, They're nah, three points. I, I know points right now, but I don't well, see Palace, Bournemouth, West Ham, or Watford going down at all with yeah, the turnaround. Well, Bournemouth were right down there. Then yeah, it's, just, it's just a couple of. Results. Do you think Swansea will stay up? No. Do you think they're going to? Who's joining them? I think Swansea, West Brom, and I think it, personally I'd like Stoke to go down. But <laughs> Is that enough of them? I think Brighton all, all might slip in now. Close to manager of the week was Paul Lambert, who's coming in at Stoke. Yeah. And uh, done very well, got the first win against Huddersfield. So they'll be looking to push on. Right, we're going to dip into League One now. Uh, it's been a very busy week in League One. There's been three sackings. And two appointments. We, of course, had Phil Brown leave South End, and they've appointed club legend Chris Powell. Um, it's rare, isn't it, these days, that an appointment is greeted with, well, excitement. This is exactly what's happened with the shrimp. Especially on social media. Like yeah. The social media age is usually full of people just wanting to have a go, but as soon as Phil Brown left South End, the South End fans wanted Chris Powell, <coughs> and, uh, and it obviously it. took a few weeks to sort the contracts, but they've got it through and delighted, really, yeah. He was voted uh, the club's all-time cult hero in a BBC party. What else do you want in a manager? Exactly. He's led Charlton up to the Championship from League One. Um, so best of luck to him. He was at Huddersfield after. Didn't quite go to plan. I really like Chris Bowler um, as a manager. He's a great, nice one guy, isn't he? So. He did really well at Charlton and hopefully he can kind of get Southend uh, moving up that table and do pretty well. Yeah, he's got a, a tough start. He's got Scunthorpe, Peterborough and Wigan first two games, so... Imagine if he got a few points from there. Yeah, that's it. Really upbeat off that. Uh, secondly, MK Dons uh, acts Robbie Nielsen over the weekend and they've made a swift appointment in Dan Michichi. Michichi! <laughs> Who is this guy? Of course, we had to do a bit of research for this. Uh, he was head of their academy coaching. Uh, he previously mentored Delhi Alley at the club. He managed England under 16s. Um, he's promised to employ an attacking, entertaining style of play. But be disciplined at the same time. I suppose everyone says yeah. this. <laughs> Is he keeping the club up? Yeah. They're currently 21st, one point adrift. I think there's um, a few. A, he lives in the area. Um, his, his kids are growing up there. Uh, seems to have been another point that's been taken. Well, one half is, who is this guy? But people who know the club. Seem pretty happy with it. Again. I think as any normal neutral football <coughs> fan, I would have a dislike to MK Dons like anyone does, but I do think they've got enough about them to stay up this season in League One. I mean, they were only in the Championship a couple of years ago now, weren't they? Um, but yeah, interesting appointment. Nice to see an inexperienced manager giving a go. Um, but he does face a tough FA Cup clash this sort weekend, doesn't he, Jack? This week, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he does. He's mentioned, <laughs> how long did it take this time? Um, it's been a theme of this week's pod uh, in the last week or two. Inexperienced, untried, untested managers. It does make it more difficult jobs. for us. Which... <laughs> Goes on to Frank Lampard. Yeah. Uh, Oxford sat Pep Clotet. Me and Simon were big fans of him when he went over to Oxford. He had a good start there, but things haven't quite gone to plan. Uh, I still think it was cut short 
it was cut short, yeah, it was a little bit too soon. Uh, but Lampard, Frank Lampard, one to two with the betting now. According to the Sun, so you never know, he's, he's in talks with the club. Um, whereas uh, Appleton, Mike Appleton, former boss, who's at Leicester at the moment, is he's ruled himself out on the debate show on Sky. Um, do you think this is a good move for Lampard coming in at League One? Yeah, I mean, it's better than doing what Giggs has done, I think. It's better than doing what... Well, it seems Gerrard's doing his own thing. But, yeah, I think these managers, if they want to try and do something, start in League One or two. And I, I'm not confident about Lampard under Oxford. How can you even judge him? But people who played with him said they think he'll be a good manager, his leadership skills. And, yeah, but it's really hard to, to judge it at this uh, point. And will they take a risk, really? I mean, but where are they in the table now? They're... Um, it's well, they're right in the mid table, tenth. Yeah. So uh, not much I to lose. They're, they're not going to go down, are they? Top eight, eight points off uh, the playoffs, eight points off the relegation zone. But I said in an article on the Saturdays.com, it's a gamble, big gamble. But it's, I think it's one worth taking. Think of the a man of his sort of profile, the create a real buzz yeah. at the club, and you never know he could attract some. He's worked with the Chelsea youngsters, so if he could lure a few of them, they played, of course, actually. Um, in a few fans raise the profile, a few more fans maybe for Oxford, and yeah, maybe maybe yeah, we we'll, see. We'll for that one, so hopefully we'll see that in the next few did, days. Did on Pep Crossett's departure, did we find something about uh, him shushing the Berry fans? Yeah, apparently um, he shushed the Berry fans when no, he sh- he shushed that was the Oxford fans. fans sorry, sorry yeah, yeah, against Berry when they were one 0 up. Bit odd to. If you are an Oxford fan and you were at the game uh, versus Berry and he shushed you, please do get in touch with us and let us know. Yeah, we need, we need this confirming. At so the why... on Twitter, just because obviously yeah. <laughs> he obviously shushed them. Was very confident <coughs> when they went uh, in the lead and then they, they lost the game. So They're losing to Berry, who had lost their last what eight games in a row. Uh, but whilst we're on Berry, that was the first win for the dynamic duo, the two Ryan's Kid and Low, who took charge um, after Chris Lachetti left. And they've won their first game. What a what a start for them. Now they're only eleven <laughs> points off in safety, so again, what a win, I mean. Positivity yeah. for them as well. An impressive win that was yeah, obviously sometimes just a change does does good at the club and sometimes you see a bit of a bounce and hopefully Barry can start to get back to at least give themselves a fighting chance. I mean they're still They were my pick for the surprise package uh in League One this season, but I mean, Under yeah, Clark, we'll, yeah. We'll have to review our pre-season yeah, picks we, and uh, we'll have well, a laugh about them. We pretend we lost them, but yeah. we'll delete the, the former pod. Um, right, to end off with, uh, we'll look at Scotland. Um, they, it's, I think, three months now since Gordon Stracker left. They pinned their hopes on Michael O'Neill, the Northern Ireland boss. They've had a two-month search. It looked like he was going, didn't it, last week. And now he's just rejected them. Completely rejected. So we've got an article from uh, Colin Miller on the site looking at the top five names in the frame. Uh, we've got a list of odds here. At the moment, it's Alex McLeish, who's one man who stated that he wants the job. He's got the best win percentage of any Scotland manager managed over 10 games, but he did only manage 10 games. Uh, won seven of them. He's a 3 to 1 favourite. Simon, would he be your pick? The list isn't, isn't too appealing, I will say. I mean, ugh. What is there to say about that list? I mean, out of them, probably, yeah, McLeish. Why not out of them? I, I think possibly Malky McKay not be, might not be too bad a shout in terms of who they might hire. I don't think they should uh, appoint Malky McKay, given his history and things Derek like McInnes that. Derek McGuinness is staying out of it. Derek McGuinness won't go. Steve Clark, there's an interesting one. 
only recently joined Kilmarnock. But yeah, I think McLeish, he stated early on, didn't he, that he wanted he's, it. Maybe he's that's gone the way back to out do it. And said it, yeah. Maybe that's the way to do it. So One surprise name we see there, around the 14, 16 to 1 mark, Slavin Bilic. I'm not quite sure what the link is. I think they've run out of managers there. I think they've, yeah, they? there's five and then they're down. But so. check that, that out on the satrace.com. Um, in other news, Gus Poets returned uh, with Bordeaux. Yes, of course, the yes. weekend, so be interesting to see how he does. Um, and just going back to the manager of the week, one manager who I think has done so well in the last few months is Steve Lavelle at Gillingham. He's won 11 of his 21 games. I had a phenomenal, uh, done a phenomenal job there. He's so really far. turned them yeah, around. They're, they're, up, could they're be up in a, the top half of the table. Could be a playoff push. Imagine that. They're, they're about 10 points off. It's a, and when it's he took over, they were, they were struggling big time. So a round of applause for him. And uh, are you looking forward to the FA Cup this weekend? Love the FA Cup. Yeah, ready for it, really. Nice to be involved at quite a late stage. You know, Saints have got a... Well, on paper, it seems like a dull game against Watford for you, but important. But if you from a manager perspective, Pellegrino against Garcia. Very important. It's big. Uh, Rafa Benitez against Chelsea. That is... How will it be uh, welcomed by the Chelsea fans? I mean, they weren't the, his biggest fans, but he did win the Europa League, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also looking forward to seeing Michael Flynn, Flynn Dog, take on... Flynn Dog, yes. Pochettino live on TV. Two brilliant... Managers. Managers. Pitting their whips against each other. Yeah. Flynn, what a guy. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Joe. Uh, catch us on at the Sat Race Twitter, www.thesatrace.com. If you could please retweet us, uh, like us, uh, the podcast, where you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all those sorts of platforms. If you want to leave a review, good or bad, go ahead. Or if there's anything you'd like to see on the podcast, um, and a reminder for any Oxford fans to get in touch if. Uh, if he did, if Clotet did shush you, then you're a bit annoyed about that. But thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye.